0: The Jesse Kelly Show! Let's have some fun! On a Tuesday. A gigantic Tuesday for many, many, many different reasons. And I know what you're thinking. Oh no, Jesse's book came out today. He's going to talk about that the whole show. And let me just tell you, if that's what you're thinking, you are 100% correct. But... We actually have bigger fish to fry, sadly, than my book and me in this country. We're going to update everybody on our legal system. What's happening with Trump in New York City. Alvin Bragg, the latest and greatest stuff you need to pay attention to. Stuff that's coming from D.C. this week. The FBI, what the Americans want done with the FBI. Why a little Aiden, Jaden, and Braden need to avoid college like the plague the dishonesty of our media, what's happening at CNN and slaughtering 200,000 cows, all that and, of course, shameless, shameless book promotion all night long on the world-famous Jesse Kelly show. But I have to do something first, and it's going to hurt me. And this is why it's going to hurt me. You see, I'm a selfish person. Much more so than other people. Uh, kind of a what's that? What's that video we play every, every now and then? Chris is a, a kind of a sociopathic narcissism. That's really that's really what I am for the most part. I don't care about other people. I only care about me, myself, and so I want to begin the show talking about me and my book and stuff like that. But that wouldn't be right on the anniversary of D Day, now would it? Yeah, we're gonna talk about the book. There's no question about it, but. There are much more important things that have happened historically. Let's just take a couple minutes and talk about D-Day. I know you know what D-Day is, the invasion of Normandy, so I'm not going to insult your intelligence and give you the who's who and what's what of D-Day. I just want to tell you a couple quick things about D-Day. I want to remind you a couple quick things about D-Day. One, you know why amphibious operations going from water to land. Do you want to know why they're so difficult and so dangerous to pull off? A couple of different reasons. One, the unpredictability of the ocean. Remember, D-Day was supposed to go off the day before. It didn't. You just can't trust the weather. The weather gets too bad. It's, it's bad. In Tarawa, in the Pacifics, We didn't properly study the tides, and we had Marines getting stuck out in the middle of the water having to wade in under machine gun fire. Amphibious operations are horrifying. They're horrifying because you're out there on the water in a freaking boat bobbing up and down with nothing to protect you at all, and he is sitting in an elevated position behind not only... He's not only in concrete pillboxes. He's not only in fighting holes and things like that. He... He has sighted in his weapons, and I need to explain this for those who may not understand it. Okay, you can picture D-Day. Again, I'm not going to insult your intelligence. You see all the water out there. Then you see the Germans dug in. You've seen, Save in Private Ryan. You've seen the Germans dug in on the cliffs above. All right, horrific, right? Oh, but wait, it actually gets worse. Remember all those explosions going off in the water? Boom, boom, boom. Blowing up amphibious ships here, blowing up amphibious ships there. Do you know that the Germans weren't actually just sitting there picking their noses, waiting for D-Day to come around? You use your downtime if you're commanding this section of the beach to sight in your weapons. That's a long way of saying they know where the artillery rounds in general are going to hit before the troops even hit the water. Where the mortar rounds are going to hit. You are waiting into death itself. I could not even imagine the amount of fear you would have in your stomach in one of those boats listening to machine gun fire go off all around you, listening as boats got blown up. Stories we don't even talk about very much, like the underwater specialist crews. You'd kind of think of them like uh, uh, Navy SEALs today, although this is before their time. The underwater specialist crews at D-Day whose job it was to dive under the water and tie explosives to certain things that were holding our guys back and how many of those guys just got slaughtered right away because the Germans have eyes too and they know exactly what that guy under the water is doing. We don't talk enough about the stories of heroism and as Reagan pointed out in that once great speech, I I believe it was honoring D-Day if I remember right, we don't talk enough about the lives they give up. Yeah, we honor them. And I know you and I do anyway. We honor them. We do. But we don't think about, it's not just that he caught a bullet in the face on D-Day at the age of 18. That in and of itself is not great. And it's sad. But it's the wife he never had. He'll never kiss his bride on his wedding day. He'll never hold his son. He won't. He'll never wipe a tear from the eye of his baby girl. He'll never know what it's like to have some major accomplishment at work. He won't know all the breakfasts you've had in your life. Think about that. Something as simple as breakfast, right? Bacon, eggs. Think about all the joy that comes with breakfast. Cup of coffee, bacon and eggs, pancakes. He stopped at 18 years. You didn't. I didn't. He did. That's what he gave up. That's what they gave up. The best of us. The very, very best of us. And we're going to move on now so I can brag about my book and talk about Trump and all kinds of other stuff. I just didn't think that it would be right at all to open up tonight's show in any other way. And I'm pretty sure you will agree with me that Honoring the fallen for a brief moment with taps tonight, specifically honoring the fallen on this day, this anniversary of D-Day, is something we owe them in the very least, right? So a moment of silence, please, from all of us as we honor them in our own small way. That's enough of that. Now, let's dig in. Let's move on to the problems and the glorious things of today. Where shall we begin? Well, let's begin with me. You see what, Chris? Today today is the day. The day the anti-communist manifesto is available. You can purchase it right now. You can walk into any major bookstore and small bookstores, and it'll be there. You can get it anywhere. You get books online at jessiekellybook.com has all the links to the various websites, by the way, if you're wondering. Uh, a couple things I just wanted to say before I move on. So I do want to talk about the Trump stuff and politics, and I do want to move on here. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good point, Chris. The podcast feed, you know, we have a podcast feed, it has the audible version the introduction of the book is free on the podcast feed right now if you just want to go listen to the introduction if you're waiting for your book to come tomorrow or something like that some are a little lax some aren't quite there yet you can go get that uh sorry about the slow reading at the beginning of the book it took me a page or two to figure out how fast i'm supposed to read the book so when i'm reading like this at the beginning don't worry that changes quickly and i find my pace anyway but I wanted to say thank you. Uh, I'll keep you updated throughout, no matter what we hear. The last I checked, Chris, you can check on that. The last I checked before the show began, this was a couple hours ago, in the politics and science section, it was already the number 10 book in the country. (laughs) just came out this morning. You guys are ridiculous, man. So frigging thank you for that. Now. Let's move on past that. We'll do plenty more of that later. And I'll take some calls and stuff later. We'll have fun tonight. I want to deal with the world we're living in and the legal system we're digging in. Let's dig into this Trump New York City stuff and D.C. stuff. Before we do any of that, let's do the basics and make sure we are protecting ourselves. Protecting our wealth is part of protecting yourself and your family. Because if you don't have money, well, you can't buy food. You can't buy the services your family needs to survive. Oxford Gold Group is here to make sure your 401k doesn't get destroyed. Your IRA doesn't get destroyed. They do that by fortifying it with gold or silver. They also put gold coins or silver coins in your hands, your physical possession. That's another thing. Everyone needs a little stash, at least a little stash, if not a big stash, of that right now. Heading into these times, that's what you can rely on, things you can touch and feel. Put it right next to your copy of the Anti-Communist Manifesto, but get some gold and silver, please. 833-995-GOLD. Make sure you ask them, by the way, about bonus opportunities you might be eligible for, but call them before the storm comes. 833-995-GOLD. Oxford Gold Group. Tell them I told you to call. We'll be back. The Jesse Kelly show it is the Jesse Kelly show on a Tuesday reminding you you can email the show Jesse at jessekelllyshow dot com jesse at kelly com also you should know guess how world famous we're getting around here now there's all these different cameras around me and they keep having to turn on the cameras now that's kind of the bad I don't I guess it's not bad news I guess it's good news the good news is this. Michael has this camera. Producer Michael has this camera that's right near me over here. And there's a little TV monitor where I can see me the whole show. So now instead of looking at nothing or looking at something ugly like Chris, I can look over and look at myself the entire show. Man, everything's coming up aces today, baby. Coming up aces. (laughs) You know what's not coming up aces? Uh, Our legal system, it sucks. Here's the latest and greatest. One. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg throws out another three hundred sixteen convictions tied to dirty NYPD cops. Okay, so what's actually happening here? Because on the surface, that doesn't sound terrible, does it? If there were dirty cops who did dirty things that, that were illegal to get cause somebody to go to jail. You would want those people to get out of jail because of what the dirty cops did, right? Put the dirty cops in jail, let these guys out. If that was what was happening here or all that was happening here, that would be fine. Except I spoke with an NYPD buddy of mine today, and he gave me a much different skinny. Believe me, this is leading into Trump. Just stay with me for a moment. He said, listen, Jesse. I can't speak to, he couldn't speak to everything the cops did or didn't do in this case. He said, but I do know this for a fact. Most of those 316 guys were 100% guilty of what they've been charged with. And there's some very, very, very bad men in that group who are coming right back to the streets of New York City for murder and mayhem when they get out. Which brings me to this. I have tried to warn you, and I know you already know this by now, so I'm not even talking to you. I've tried to warn Normie Norm about what's coming. I've tried to warn Normie Norm that this election cycle will be unlike any election cycle in the history of the United States of America. It will be, this election cycle will be as unique as the election cycles that took place during the Civil War abraham lincoln running for re-election while in the middle of the war that's how crazy this election cycle it will be or this election cycle will be i added an extra word there it look okay we authors we do things differently sometimes now i'm i'm basically writing a book with my words and on occasion what chris and on occasion i will use extra words anyway this election cycle is different donald trump is in serious legal trouble and he's going to spend this election cycle being arraigned and being tried and possibly being jailed and these things are not coming in the distant distant future these things are coming now in the next year headline trump attorneys move to recuse judge from the manhattan da case due to his daughter working on the Biden-Harris campaign. His name's Juan Merchant, obviously card-carrying communist. He is going to be the judge in this case. He's a card-carrying communist. That's why he's there. His daughter works for Biden-Harris, worked for Biden-Harris, and now he's going to be the judge presiding over the Trump case when Trump goes to Manhattan for his trial. And, oh, but wait, there's more. Do you have any idea what the voting numbers are in Manhattan? I guess you probably do. 85% Democrat. That is trial number one. But we haven't even begun trial number two because we haven't begun arraignment number two. This one's from Breitbart, MSNBC's Weissman says Trump will be indicted this week in a classified documents probe. It's not just New York. It's Washington, D.C., as I have already prepped you. I know you're going to find this hard to believe, but the voting numbers, they're actually worse in Washington, D.C. than they are in New York City. You thought Trump was in trouble in New York. New York is the baby trouble compared to the big boy trouble he's about to face in D.C. And now maybe we are at the point in the story where you have already tuned me out or rolled your eyes. Why? Because you don't like Trump. Jesse, I hate Trump. Trump sucks. Jesse, Trump's this. Trump that. Listen to me. This is what so many on the right are getting wrong. All the normy norms are getting this wrong. 99% of the politicians and pundits are getting this wrong. And they have gotten this wrong for a very long time. You can hate Trump all you want. I don't care. I'm not on anybody's team. It doesn't matter to me. Hate his guts. It doesn't matter to me at all. But you have got to understand what has happened to the January 6th prisoners. What is happening to Donald Trump is not about what happened on January 6th. It's not about Donald Trump. Anything he did, or didn't do? Why do you think all these charges are completely ridiculous? Because it's not about that. It is, however, about something gigantic, gigantically important, and something that applies directly to you. I cannot emphasize this enough. What is happening right now applies to directly to you directly to you and it will affect you and your children probably for the rest of your life and I will explain it in detail in a moment hang on the Jesse Kelly show it is the Jesse Kelly show on a Tuesday we're actually gonna take calls I think next hour I might take some calls today as a as a world famous author I feel like it's my job what Chris to give back to people and talk to normal people uh, non-celebrity types who haven't written a book. Anyway, I think we'll probably do that later on in the show, but back to what we were talking about here. Trump already indicted in New York. Obviously, the judge comes out. Surprise, surprise, big old commie in New York. Trump indictment coming imminent is what I'm told in D.C. this week. People are being way too dismissive and have been way too dismissive about what's happening with the January 6th political prisoners, and now because he's Trump, they're way too dismissive about what's happening with Trump. What's happening is the United States of America, it's becoming something you don't recognize, and it's becoming something more dangerous than you can imagine. The United States of America is preparing to make opposition to Democrats into being a crime. They're already doing this in in local places around the country. Places like New York City where you can't say illegal immigrant. They're already doing it in places like that. This is now going to become part of our federal system. That's why the Federal Bureau of Investigation has been pulling people off of the child sex crimes units and putting them on the January 6th tracking down units it's why the NSA DOJ all of them sit in front of congress joe biden all of them on down talking about hey what's the greatest threat to america white supremacy what what there's what white supremacy what I, i've never even met one why all this is in an effort not to get trump If you think it's about Trump, you are missing the big picture. Yes, they're going to get Trump. Systems destroy system disruptors. Yes, they're going to get Trump. Trump is the beginning. Trump is the appetizer. These people, we have convinced ourselves for years, for years, because the kind of world we want to live in, we've convinced ourselves that our liberal Aunt Peggy's, that she's just a liberal, She's Well, she's on the left. Okay, we disagree about uh, abortion or something like that. It's been very, very difficult, if not impossible for most of us, most of our lives to admit. Aunt Peggy is a communist who actually would hurt me if she could. If she could hurt me for what I believe, she would do so without a moment of hesitation, and she would do so thinking she's the good guy. I want you to listen to this, and I want you to listen closely. Not because it's Nicole Wallace of NBC and Nicole Wallace is an idiot. I want you to listen to this because this is inside the walls of your FBI, NSA, CIA, DOJ, various state police agencies, DAs, judges, the kids graduating from law school today. This is the way of thinking. In fact, this is why I wrote... The anti-communist manifesto. that
3: threat of domestic terrorism is one that has only grown since the deadly capital insurrection. It currently poses the most lethal threat to the U.S. homeland. A brand new report out by the office of the inspector general of DOJ takes a look at the department's handling.
0: Pause real quick. Sorry, I'm going to let her start again because I interrupted her. But I just want to remind everybody, the Department of Homeland Security formed in the wake of 9-11. It brought all the national security apparatus of the nation under one umbrella. Why? Because they wanted to shift the national security apparatus of America to an an Islamic jihadist focus. And so all of them, CIA, FBI, all of them rearranged themselves to focus on Islamic jihad. Let's make sure this never happens again. And you remember all the forces that were brought to bear against Islamic Jihad. Do you remember that? Well, that's because they took the entire national security apparatus, every barrel, and beep. That's the sound barrels make when they're turning it. Beep. They're aiming it now at Islamic Jihadists. Well, what you have to understand, what is critical for everyone to understand is beep. It shifted the other way. And now it's all aimed at you. All of it. NSA, CIA, FBI, DOJ, the president, IRS, all of the forces that were brought to bear against Islamic Jihad, they're all coming for you. Keep that in mind, domestic terrorist, as you listen to Nicole Wallace.
3: That threat of domestic terrorism is one that has only grown. Since the deadly Capitol insurrection, it currently poses the most lethal threat to the U.S. homeland. A brand new report out by the Office of the Inspector General of DOJ takes a look at the department's handling of this growing threat and concludes this quote: "The FBI has stated that more domestic terrorism investigative activity occurred in the U.S. in 2020 than in the previous 25 years, and that the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6 resulted in a twofold increase." in its domestic terrorism case. And now the IG writes this, quote, according to the department, threats posed by domestic violent extremists have not only increased over the past few years, but are also becoming more complicated due to the emergence of new violent ideologies, the impact of social media, and the response to recent political and social events. Now, when it comes to DOJ's handling, the inspector general says more work can be done. Quote, DOJ should continue to enhance its mechanisms to routinely evaluate the efficacy and impact of its DVE, that's domestic violent extremism efforts. This update from the inspector general at DOJ comes as yet another analysis of hate and extremism in our country reveals some deeply... Dis-
0: I'm already bored. All right. So what was all, what did all that mean? What's that, what's that report from the DOG, DOJ mean? Well, one, remember they said more domestic terrorism than any point in the last 20 years. So while Islamic jihadists were blowing things up in New York City or shooting up gay nightclubs in Orlando, Meemaw with her MAGA hat on, she's a bigger domestic terrorist threat and maybe the most important part of that was the part people will gloss over. Did you hear Nicole Wallace when she said, the DOJ says these threats are more complicated now? More complicated now. Have you brooded on that? What do you think she means by that? How could a threat be complicated? Why would, why would the DOJ say something like that? Why would they say, man, these threats... They're all over the place, only now they're more complicated. What does that mean? Let's discuss exactly what that means in just a moment. Before we get to that, let's get to this. You know that there are crazy times ahead. There's no debate on that. Domestically, foreign policy-wise, there are. And you also know this. Eating is really important one of those things that kind of have to do to stay alive my patriot supply what they've given me is not an emergency three-month food kit what they've given me is actually some peace of mind i like it i like it knowing that if everything goes to crap tomorrow and china nails us with an emp and and the economic system goes (laughs) and everything else that i will still have three months worth of food. For everyone who lives in my home, go to preparewithjessikelly.com because right now, for a limited time, they're $200 off per kit. Preparewithjessikelly.com. Get everyone in your home an emergency three-month food kit. Preparewithjessikelly.com. Do it. You will sleep better at night. That's what you're buying. Peace of mind. We'll be back. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Now, let's go back to this one more time, and then we're going to move on. I have to get to a bunch of... Emails, we have actually news and update on FBI stuff. I I want to talk about Princeton and our elites and how they've changed our country. Vaccine passports, you didn't think those had gone away, did you? All that and so much more. I'm going to play it one more time. Nicole Wallace, it's a little bit long. I want you to pay attention to when she talks about, well, hold on.
3: That threat of domestic terrorism is one that has only grown since the deadly
0: Hang on, I'm going to fast-forward it, Chris, in your face.
3: Capital According to the department, Boom, threats it. posed by domestic violent extremists have not only I'll increased over Keep the past few years, but are also becoming more complicated due to the emergence of new violent ideas.
0: More complicated. Yeah, I talked over it, but the threats are becoming more complicated. What does that mean, more complicated? Well, ever get in a fight with your wife or your girlfriend? And she figures out she's wrong. Or maybe you are the wife or girlfriend. And you figure out you're wrong. Oh, don't lie, ladies. I know you do it. uh, Dudes do it too. But at some point in time, it hits you in the argument, oh, crap, I'm wrong. How's that argument end up going? How many times does it end up being, well, it's more complicated than that. You see the terror threats, the domestic terror threats in America, they're getting, quote, more complicated because they're getting faker, less true, any way you want to put it. The truth, as we've brought up before many times on this show, the truth is almost always quite simple. If if I bring my son's I've used this example before. If I bring my sons into the kitchen and somebody stole the last of my Sour Patch Kids, which is something my sons would do, but if I brought them into the kitchen and I was saying to them, hey, I need to disown whichever one of you ate the last of my Sour Patch Kids, so whoever did it is going to have to pack up his stuff so I can drive him to an orphanage to drop him off. And I say to James, James... Did you eat the last of my Sour Patch Kids? And he says, no, absolutely not. I haven't touched them. And I say, Luke, did you eat the last of my Sour Patch Kids? And he says, oh, man, Dad, you know, I got home from school today, and then we were supposed to have an after-school snack, and I was in there, and I was snacking on some other stuff. And you're not going to believe the crazy stuff that happened at school. So it's been a complicated day. Which one of the sons stole the Sour Patch Kids? The truth is very simple. Lies are complicated. Lies are complicated. The national security apparatus of the United States of America that aimed all of its guns at Islamic terrorism has now aimed all of its guns at you. Trump and the January 6th political prisoners with a tasty little appetizer at the beginning. You're heading into dangerous times like you can't even imagine. Listen to James Comer from today.
3: My question to the FBI was, what exactly have you done with this accusation? Because the FBI admitted that this is a highly credible, in fact, one of their most highly credible human sources. And their answer to me, Sean, was, well, it's now a part of an ongoing investigation. We don't know which investigation. We don't know when the investigation began. All we know is two weeks ago, they tried to act like this form didn't exist.
0: That's not all we know. It's not part of any ongoing investigation. The Federal Bureau of Investigation has become a secret state police agency whose mission is to protect Democrats at any cost so that Biden form, if it's not already in the paper shredder, it's probably on the way there as we speak. However, you know what's not in the paper shredder? The file they've begun on you. You see, they found out. They found out what they're preaching in your church. And guess what? The FBI informants they already have in your church, they watched you. They, you know what they watched you do? They watched you say, amen, when your pastor read some Old Testament chapters on homosexuality. And guess what? That makes you. That makes you a potential domestic terrorist. We can't have you out there. What's the, What do they call it? Doing hate violating hate laws why do you hate we have no choice for it's look it's for the national good of the country to send the fbi to your door sir sir could sir uh, we have an informant eyewitness here do you want to tell us sir why you were why you were caught in church nodding as the pastor read this bible verse the pa- no, no 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 sir sir the pastor read this bible verse He was talking about homosexuality, and he read the Bible verse, and you said amen. Are you hateful? Are you thinking about doing something hateful? Potentially an act of domestic terrorism? Okay, look, we're not going to do anything today. I just want to let you know, sir, we've started a file on you. You have a file now at the FBI. We'll be watching you. We'll be watching the things you put up on your social media accounts. We're already in your church, you know that. We'll be watching for the other things you agree with. Hopefully your church doesn't get any more hateful than it already is. And maybe you're sitting there right now rolling your eyes saying, Jesse, this is so over the top and ridiculous. This could never happen in America. This is crazy. Read a history book. Pick up the anti-communist manifesto if you don't want to read others. If you don't want to buy that, fine. Pick up any one of a million others. Every single other society where this stuff happened, at the beginning, it looked exactly like our beginning now. And every single one of them had the polite portions, the normy norms of their society saying, wow, come on. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, quit being over the top. Oh, they're not gonna, they're not gonna arrest people for being pro-life. They're not going to arrest people for going to church. They're not going to arrest people for owning guns. They're not going to arrest people for supporting Republicans. They're not going to arrest. Oh, quit being over the top. That's hyperbole. Every single time. One of the most heartbreaking things I've ever read is that I'm not going to read it because it's a long line, and I like to focus on my own writings. But seriously, that line from Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Maybe I will. Maybe I will read it next hour. That line where he talks about in the very beginning when the secret police were just beginning their horrible atrocities and he talks he laments you could tell how lamenting he was because he saw all the suffering and death that came afterwards and he laments and he basically says if we had taken this more seriously when it was obvious that they were serious we could have risen up and stopped all this pain all this misery but we didn't we didn't take it seriously they were a society full of just of people just like we have now full of normy norms who think this ends because of January 6th? Once that's over, it's over. Or it ends once, once Trump's gone. If we just get rid of Trump, that'll be gone. But we're not in the end. We're in the beginning. This is the just-the-tip phase. We have seen just the tip. What comes after this? It's long. It's hard. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be absolutely brutal. We must do everything in our power... Legally, but aggressively now to stop it. This is why I've suggested things that are considered radical today, but people will look back 10, 20 years from now and they will say, Why didn't I listen to Jesse? This is why I've suggested crazy, what, well, crazy sounding things out of state AGs and others. But I'm worried we're asleep. It's time to wake up. I will read that Solzhenitsyn quote and do much, much more coming up next hour on The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C.,